Welcome back to Self Made, episode 10. Bit different today, we've actually got video. We're by the pool out here in the very sunny Sunshine Coast on my month-long break from the business and life back in WA. And it's yeah, it's a very special episode. It's episode number 10, which doesn't seem like a lot, but for someone who can't stick to things for very long, I think 10 weeks in a row is something to celebrate. So got a very special episode planned for you. Uh, I've surveyed a bunch of you on Instagram and TikTok and I compiled a bunch of questions that I'm going to answer for you today. So anyway, just a quick update on how things are going over on my end. Business is going well. We've got Stacy, who's the operations manager back home in Western Australia. She's running things and she's doing great. So I'm over here taking a bit of a break and doing some R&R and bit of R&D. I'm starting to look into expanding into other areas and potentially more into Queensland because uh, I think Queensland is a good good uh, market for it and because it's more of a lifestyle choice for me because I'm not as motivated by the business success as I am more just so uh, more just by me having you know a nice environment to live my life in and I think that Queensland's a really cool place so I'd like to move here one day but anyway let's jump into some questions and answer a couple of of things. Uh, we'll start off with this one from Prestige Airbnb Co. And they've asked, what what got you into the industry and how long have you been doing it for? So I've been in the industry for about three and a half years now. I started the company in March 2020. And as of filming this, we're in October 2023. So about three and a half years. And what got me into the industry was this was going back to 2020, so during COVID when, when that all hit and that took over, um, I was looking for a job. So I'm 18 at the time. I was applying everywhere for a job and I could not get any interviews. And it was crazy. It was to the point where I, I put my resume into at least 100 different places and I heard back from maybe two. So I did two interviews. They went really horribly. I was just so nervous and didn't know how to speak in them. And obviously, I didn't get any jobs. So that was pretty demoralizing and I felt a bit bad about myself that I couldn't even get a basic retail job. And I just thought to myself, like, I dropped out of school when I was 14. I don't have any skills or qualifications. I need to do something in business if I want to do well in life. And so I got thinking, like, what's the cheapest and easiest business that I could start? And I settled on a couple of things. It was lawn mowing, car detailing or house cleaning. And I ended up going with house cleaning because... It made really, uh, I made a lot of sense in my head, and it sounded like a good business model. So that's it. That's here we are. Uh, that's where we are. Sorry, something just fell over. And so yeah, I think the next question would be a good one leading into that. That's from Copperhead Rogue. I'm not sure what your actual name is, but that's the username. And she's asking when slash how did you start? So we know when I started. Um, the reason I started is uh, pretty much yeah, I couldn't get a job, so. I started a business because I knew that was the only sort of way I was going to make good money. And how I started the business was I registered my ABN. I had a concept ready for what I wanted to do. I wanted to do house cleaning and figure all that out. It is getting really windy here. I might need to go inside. You know what? It's fine. We'll stick through it. Um, yeah, I knew what I wanted to do. I sort of had a rough idea of how I was going to do it. So once I registered the ABN, I just started going door knocking and dropping flyers around uh, local neighborhoods. That didn't work. I did that for about a month and got nowhere with it. 
it's not when it's not until I switched over to Facebook marketing and social media marketing that things really started to take off for me. So once I started doing the Facebook ads and some Google ads, I started getting clients. I started to get more confidence. I knew how to quote. I knew how to clean properly. And then from there, that was kind of my launch pad and that's how I started things. So from there, I moved into commercial. I tried hiring people and I started creating more and more systems that really turned my business into a real business. So yeah, thanks for asking that question. What have we got next? Lucy from Glow Cleaning Co. That's a tongue twister, Glow, Glow Cleaning Co. How did you create automated systems and stay organized? This is a good question, especially for me because I'm someone who by nature is very disorganized. The way that I stay organized is by having a lot of checklists, having a lot of checklists and to-do lists. So every day I've got a to-do list of things that I need to do for that day. There's also a couple of things in there that are like maybes, like maybe I can get them done today if I finish all the other things. And that's one way I stay on track. It's also another way to stay organized because you've got everything laid out in front of you and you just kind of go down one by one and tick things off as you go. That way you're not really in sort of like a hurry to get things done and you're not creating mess and you're not all over the place. And so if you have like a daily, a weekly and a monthly to-do list, that's a really good way that you can stay on track and organized. And uh, just another thing is obviously checklists, which are very similar to to-do lists, but a checklist is just a list of things that you um, need to complete for a certain process to be made. So a to-do list can change every single day, but a checklist for something will be the same every time. So a cleaning checklist in a house is going to be the same every time. My daily to-do list is different every day. So just think about ways you can incorporate to-do lists into your uh, day-to-day life in your business and think about all the different things in your business that you can create checklists around so when you issue a new cleaning kit to a new employee how can you make a checklist to make that process a lot more streamlined and easier so that you can remember it stay organized and uh, make sure that everything gets done properly so checklists to-do lists great way to stay on track very simple everyone knows how to do that i don't have any special mindset tricks or life hacks that i can really help you out with couple of dogs barking in the background hopefully that's not being picked up um so yeah that's that's how i stay on track and organized next question is from crystal she asks what are your life goals that is a very big question for me because it's not something i particularly know the answer to i had a lot of short-term goals which i had smashed through just things like you know i wanted to hit a hundred thousand dollars a year and then i wanted to hit a hundred thousand dollars in savings just little things like I wanted to buy myself a Rolex watch, um, just a lot of materialistic things. But beyond that, sort of my long-term goals are I just want a sustainable future for myself. I just want a business that's able to run without me, not because I want to be without my business or I want my business to be without me, but just because when you have a business that is able to run without you, it gives you options. It gives you the option to go and travel. It gives you the option to take care of family if they're sick gives you the option to you know do whatever you want really you can have hobbies on the side once you've got a business that runs without you and it's not taking up 90 percent of your time so a long-term goal of mine is just to have a very sustainable business that can run without me um it's very profitable obviously i'd like to have a business that's doing five to ten million dollars a year i know that's a big range but that's a number i'd be very comfortable with and it's a number that i think isn't too audacious and at the same time it's still very manageable because if you there's lots of people out there who say they want to build a billion dollar business okay how are you going to get to a billion dollars 
And then if you do get to a billion dollars, do you understand how much work is involved to get there? How much luck and work is involved? So I'm someone who's very, one, risk averse and someone who tries not to rely too much on luck. And to get to that point, you do need a lot of luck. So for me, I want to build a nice five to $10 million a year business. I want to uh, stay healthy. I want to have a great diet. I want to have like a nutritionist, uh, a personal chef. Um, I'd like to get married and have, you know, three or four kids and just live a nice, comfortable life and keep growing the business and, and having fun with it because it's something that I really enjoy and I feel like it is my life's calling and it's my true purpose, which may seem you know, a bit ridiculous because it is just a cleany business, but no, it's, it's really amazing what this business has done for my life and it's something that I, I really love waking up to every day and, you know, continuing to grow. So don't really have any concrete life goals, but, you know, just want to be healthy, wealthy and happy. Who doesn't? All right, next question. I need to just keep my phone unlocked because I keep forgetting my password. Uh, this is I left this question in because I thought it was funny. Um, so when I posted the poll on my story asking people to submit questions, I was drinking something. And uh, Max from from Perth asked, what are you drinking? Is that a gin and tonic? Um, that was a sparkling water with a lime in it. So, <laughs> no, uh, I left that in because I actually don't drink and that's something that surprises people when I tell them. It's something I get a lot of questions about when I do tell people about it. So I thought that I would leave that in and tell you guys that, yeah, I don't drink. And the reason for that is, this is like my theory for why I don't drink. But when I was younger, <laughs> I didn't have many friends, okay? Oh my, a massive lizard just ran past me, like a huge lizard. Wow, I need to like get the camera and go record that thing. That's insane. I love the Sunshine Coast. I love how tropical everything is. There's, there's like crazy wildlife and... Wow, okay. Who needs to go to the zoo when you have this in Queensland? Anyway, what was I saying? What was I just saying? I'm so bad. Okay, yeah, I don't drink. So I think it's because when I was younger, I didn't have a lot of friends. And so I didn't have friend groups that I was going and partying with. I wasn't getting peer pressured. And then by the time I actually did have friends when I was a bit older, I just kind of passed that phase that I think most kids go through. And so drinking was something that never appealed to me. It's something I don't do. And... I think it's probably something that serves me well because I see a lot of people getting drunk and getting hung over and you're not, you're not a very productive person when you're in that state. So if you can avoid drinking as much as possible, put the alcohol down and just get to work, I think you'll find that you get a lot more done. So yeah, I don't drink and it's, it's served me very well in business. Yeah, it's windy out here. Okay, Sarah asks... Did much change when you blew up on TikTok? Also, have you been recognized in public? Um, I wouldn't say I've blown up, first of all. But I think I'm certainly on the way there, which is cool. Got about 40,000 followers at the time of recording this, which is amazing. I just love I love doing TikTok. It's, it's something I never expected anything from. I never expected to grow to where I am now, but it's just amazing the trajectory that um, I'm seeing on this app and yeah, it has, it has changed my life in a couple of ways. So I've gotten a lot of brand deals. I've been able to work with a lot of brands that I'm very familiar with and I use in my business day to day. So that's really cool. Um, and it's just made my life a lot more fun and the business more fun because the reason I started TikTok, um, I was getting bored with the business. It was just like the same thing every day. I was waking up, doing the same things, having the same problems, doing the same stuff. And I was just like, how can I make this fun again? 
And so I started recording myself cleaning and myself running the business. And it was so much fun. It was, gave me something to do. It gave me something to take my mind off as I was cleaning. And it's, um, it's grown and evolved into what it is now, which is this awesome big community of cleaners. And in extension to that, yes, I've been recognized in public like five or six times, which is just so unreal to me. Like the first time I got recognized was around the time my like Bunnings video got a million views, which now has 5 million views, which is still ridiculous. Um, I went into JB Hi-Fi to actually buy myself a microphone like this. And the guy, guy who was showing me around was like, oh, so what do you need a microphone for? And I was like, oh, I'm just making some videos on TikTok now. And he says, I thought you sounded familiar. And he's like, wait, 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 is this you? And he goes into his liked videos on TikTok. And sure enough, the most recent video he's liked is that Bunnings video. And so that guy recognized me just on my voice, which I thought was the funniest thing ever. And then, yeah, since then, I've been recognized a couple of times in public. I've had um, someone at Boost Juice, someone who worked at a Boost Juice, told me she'd seen me on TikTok and she said she really liked my content. I've had a couple of other people here and there just say that, they thought I looked familiar and they asked me what I did and I was like, and they were like, yeah, oh yeah, I know you, you're that guy from TikTok. And I was like, yeah. So it's just, um, it's very, very surreal to me. This is all happening. Um, I'm by no means a celebrity, but it's still crazy that I'm getting recognized in public, even a handful of times. I'm sure there's people who have seen me and recognized me, but didn't quite know who I was. Um, so there's that too. But yeah, that's cool. Um, Zach asks, what's the biggest challenge you, uh, challenge you faced in the beginning? Wow, there's so many challenges. Um, look, this is going to differ from person to person. I think a lot of people will just say that they struggle to find clients in the beginning, which is something I did struggle with. But I think what I struggled with in the beginning was just a lot of imposter syndrome, a, a lot of, of self-doubt. So um, also sort of just being taken seriously by my target market because when I started my business I was very young I was 18 you know I'm still pretty young now I'm, I'm 22 but when I was 18 I mean I looked it I looked I looked really young and I'm going into houses and trying to sell people you know thousands of dollars a year in cleaning and I just felt like I wasn't being taken seriously and I felt like I wasn't good enough at what I did and I wasn't confident enough to be able to you know ask for these prices and it was just a lot of self-doubt and imposter syndrome and there was also a couple of things that set me back like when I did my flyers, I, I talked about how um, people thought I was doing such a low-priced offer, such a low-priced clean just so I could get into people's houses and steal from them and then I had police knocking on my door and then you know that just kind of took me back a little bit more and I was like, wow, maybe this isn't for me. So I think just the mental side of things when I started was the hardest challenge for me and looking back it's just so silly because there was really none of that people weren't judging me because of my age they weren't judging me for any other reason because i'm a guy because i'm young but there was none of that it was all just in my own head and it's only now that i look back and, and kind of reflect on that that i realized it was it was nothing to worry about yep there's some more wind i hope that it's not being picked up too too loudly um so yeah i think a lot of people will struggle with that in the beginning is just the the psychological aspect of the business and so my advice would be just to to action to action and not really think about it just do things don't get emotional about it try to take as much emotion out of the business as possible and just focus on getting clients put message out get a response 
turn that lead into a customer. Keep it very simple, keep it very mechanical and don't get too emotional about it. Um, Fiona asks, tips for dealing with uh, oh uncomfortable, risky situations, whether it be cleaning a place with wild animals or sketchy clients? That's a good question. That's a very good question. Um, so policies will do this for you in a way, but it gets to a certain point where policies aren't enough because we know people. People are very different. People are very unpredictable and a lot of unexpected things can happen. But just by having uh, a couple of policies in place, you can already right out of the gate just eliminate a few things. So having a no pets inside policy, that eliminates the risk of you ever being in an uncomfortable or risky situation with a dangerous animal. Um, if you want to avoid, if, if you're someone who's shy and you want to avoid conflict with people, you can just kind of cut out the face-to-face aspect of the quoting process and do things over the phone or online. Um, but generally, your policies will, will do that for you and it will, um, it will repel a lot of the negativity that can come with that bad demographic, um, that, that bad side of the market. But there's always going to be a few things that slip through and it's going to test your ability to problem solve and, and think on the fly. So get some policies in place, look at what other businesses' policies are and just kind of model those. Uh, okay. I'm not sure how to pronounce your name. I think Giannis, Giannis, sorry if I'm butchering this name. Um, he asks, what is the best way to grow your cleaning company when it comes to marketing? A lot of people will have a lot of different opinions on this. My opinion is there's two ways you should be growing your cleaning business. First, you should be growing your brand. Um, in, in addition to that, you should be growing your personal brand, similar to how I'm growing the brand of my business and also like Jason Cleans, that's my personal brand. So growing your brand, not expecting anything to come from your branding and also um, doing as many things as possible. I know it's, a lot of people will say don't spread yourself too thin but um, there's also the issue where, you know, I've said this before, that the number one is a scary number in business. If you only have one way of marketing, one way of getting clients, um, if that gets switched off, your business is gone overnight. So, you know, do Facebook ads, do Google ads, do Yelp ads, Yellow Pages ads, just do a lot of different things so you have a lot of contingencies and, and channels for getting new clients. And in addition to that, keep up your branding. That's that's a long-term play. It's not going to get you business now or tomorrow, but down the track it is. And it's that's starting to pay off for me. All the years that we spent building up our brand and, and my personal brand now, it's starting to pay off. So just do a lot of different things, be consistent with it, and... Um, Give things time to adapt. When you're running paid ads online, there's going to be learning phases and you need to just let the ads work and gather data and, and stick with it. I see too many people turning the ads off after like three days and that's just that's not the, not the way you do it. You need to let your ads learn. You need to let them create uh, analytics and data and then you can go from there. So you do have to spend money to get money. There are ways you can get clients for free, but if we're talking about a long-term, sustainable a growth strategy and, and a marketing plan, then you will be spending money and that's what comes with it. So, cool, a lot of good questions so far. Uh, I might just answer one more question and then I'll, I'll kind of split this into another video because there are a lot of questions. Uh, what's one more good question we can answer right now? Let's end it on an easy one. <laughs> Let's end it on an easy one. Um, someone asked me what supercars I want to get. Um, not really a car guy. 
if you know me, you, you probably know that I'm not really into cars. But, you know, just to keep things interesting, uh, we'll say a Porsche 911 GT3 RS. It's a lot of, that's a lot of, that's a mouthful. That's a lot of words, a lot of letters. But yeah, they, they look like a cool car. But right now, I've just got my Kia Cerato. Serves me well. I'm quite happy with that car. Probably stick with it for a while. I might upgrade to an SUV because it is a bit small for me. But yeah, I'm not too fussed with cars. If I want to get a thrill sometime, I might go and rent you know, a Lamborghini or Ferrari. I've got a Porsche here in Queensland that we've taken out, and that's pretty cool. But it's, um, I don't know, the novelty I feel like would wear off after a while, so I'm not too, not too interested in getting a supercar or anything like that. Uh, but yeah, those are some awesome questions. Had a lot of fun answering them. The time flew by really quickly. It's been 20 minutes, and I haven't even got through like a percentage of these. So I'm going to split this up into maybe two or three videos, answer a bunch more questions. We'll get really deep into like hiring and marketing and all that stuff. I'll answer a few more personal questions about life and whatnot, and we'll just uh, we'll have a good time. We'll have a good conversation. So thank you so much for asking those questions. Thanks for tuning in, and let me know if you want to see more more video podcasts with this cool background. We're by the pool. We're in the beautiful Sunshine Coast. It's windy. My hair's going everywhere. I don't even know how I look. I can't, I can't really get a good look at the camera. So maybe this video is unusable. Maybe I look terrible, but we'll see in post. So thanks for, thanks for watching or listening to this one. Send in some more questions and I'll see you soon.